What is the food situation like? I eat with the girls, the uh, contestants. I eat breakfast and lunch, and then there's like snacks all day long, you're and then mis- dinner. You're misinterpreting my question. What? what is-, is it free? <laughs> Give a fuck who you eat with. For me, <laughs> when yes. I, when I ask you what the situation with the food is, oh. I'm asking you, does a brother got to reach into his pocket? Oh, my God. You're listening to Black and Blonde Talk with Lynn Austin and Maurice Jovan. Test, test, test. I'm trying to make sure test. that it's recording. All right, say something again. Test. One, test. two, one, two. Okay. Yours and your voice. <laughs> uh, I haven't uh, seen you in a month. You're still the same dick. All right, here we go. <laughs> yes, we have not seen each other in a month, and we need to be consistent on this. When you go out to Vegas, yes. what are you going out to Vegas for, by uh, the way? What I always go out to Vegas oh, for is me. to pick some hot chicks. What is it called again? It's the Hooters, the Hooters Inter- International. Invitational? It's, it's not a golf game. It's the Hooters right. International. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Is there room for a brother on this ticket? <laughs> I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Is there room for like, a brother? Like stay in my room? Uh, uh, um, only if you can't give me a suite for free you can't for get myself. No suite for free? What do you bring into Hooters tape? What am I bringing? My my vast knowledge of wingery, uh, all things wings, and uh, my uh, inescapable love of uh, the female form. Uh. God, help me. What is Hooters about, <laughs> if not wings and females? But you offered, the, to, you said I could go, was it last year? Was it been a year last since year you I made s- that offer? I said, hey, I got, this is the first time I got a free ticket. I told my husband, I said, you should go. And then he said no. And then nobody else could go. And I was like, ah, you want to go? So they would have paid for the airfare and the room? Probably. What is the food situation like? I eat with the girls, the uh, contestants. I eat breakfast and lunch, and then there's, like, snacks all day long, you're and then mis- dinner. You're misinterpreting my question. What? what is is it-, it free? <laughs> Give a fuck who you eat with. For me, <laughs> when yes. I, when I ask you what the situation with the food is, oh. I'm asking you, does a brother got to reach into his pocket? Oh, my God. It's just... <laughs> God. Okay, so, so what's the situation with the food? I don't know you don't have because to pay. I never paid. I don't okay, know what I that like is. that situation. I like that situation. But I a go lot. out there and let's get back to me. More about me, less about you. Well, what, let's talk about it when we determine whether I'm going or not. Oh is God. there the possibility that a free? T- <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Is there a possibility that they will give you? Do they always offer you two tickets? No. Last year was the first time, really. That they offered me two free tickets. They said, hey, you want to bring somebody out here? And I asked my husband. Okay. And he's like, he went to Scotland to golf. Okay. So, you know, that was that. Well, what about doing a preemptive strike and just giving them a call and go, (laughs) hey, you know that thing coming up in July that we like to do? Those two tickets still available? I don't. I don't. Do I will that go. Kind of stuff. But see, what I would be going at? What do I bring to the table? I will go out and I will start pimping our book, which I am starting. Oh, restart. You're so full I of am restarting. It is the next thing on my docket. They did ask me. Did I know of anybody that would like to judge? Because it's a. It's a really. It's. I mean, I know everybody's like, oh yeah, Hooters International Bikini Contest. They got boobs. They got a butt. Right. They win. But really, it's a fifty thousand dollar. Contest, right? I mean, it's fifty grand. That that rivals Miss America, right? And they get to tour for a year all over the world. They are on the calendars. They do calendar signings. They do um, what is it when they go over to the troops? Uh, fellatio. <laughs> see, that's just, why you just can't throw, go. Just throwing words see, that's out. why. See, you that is me. why the, you, you cannot me. go. I'm trying to help you out. So anyway, they do that kind of stuff. They uh, um, our, uh, interact. They do golf tournaments and they do right. events like they're doing the race car. Hooters has a race car again in NASCAR. Okay. And so they do the race car. They, they do events. Okay. So it's a big deal. So why can't you talk to someone now and say, hey, I have a local celebrity. Mm-hmm. 
in mm. some parts nationally known, uh, <laughs> that would love to be a judge. Uh, co- yeah, I'll throw that out uh, there. Co-authoring my biography. I'm going to toss no, that I'm be, right no, I'm being, out there. <laughs> I'm being sitting I'm toss it I out. have <laughs> never been more serious in my life. Think about it. Just the, think about the it. The locals are shook. <laughs> yeah, just think about it. Uh, we've got plenty of time. Exactly. Now, it's called the Hooters Invitational or International. Like, see, that's why you can't go. <laughs> That's why you are not invited. All right, whatever. It's the uh, Hooters International Bikini Contest. Okay, and who were the Bikini judges fashion. last week? Last year, rather. Who were the judges last year? Um, they have a lot. You lo- were a judge. I was, I'm always a judge. They have a, a lot of the, like, X game people. Oh, nerds. No, the people that go to, like, the X games, you know. Nerds. They're not nerds. They're skateboarders. And, nerds. And then they had Bonnie Jill, who is the only... Lesbian. Oh, she is absolutely not a lesbian. She's a former Hooters girl. She's lesbian. The, the only um, NBA female scout. There you go. Lesbian. <laughs> She's so hot. She would set the shitty seat on fire just by sitting. Hey, it. lesbians can be hot. Ain't nobody saying nothing bad about lesbians. But if you're in the uh, female basketball association or the FUBA, as I like to call it, lesbian. That's not, not <laughs> even close. Go ahead. Get to some um, girl. Okay, so uh, I can't. So remember you got nerd. You have you have a panel of nerds and lesbians. Who better to judge Hooters waitresses? I got to be honest with you. The thinking is sound. Okay, listen to me. I'm You're being killing sick. me. Okay, You're I would I would like to go. Okay, I know you would. I would love because to because you know why? Free food is what you're thinking. That's yeah, all absolutely. you're thinking. Absolutely. Although the thought of a what are you looking at a. Four-hour plane ride? Is it nonstop? It's about, Do you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Nonstop? Four or five, yeah. Four and a half. To five. Vegas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. that could be problematic. Well, you, Is it first class? No. No, it's uh, just regular like uh, everybody else. Look at you, Lynn Austin, flying coach. <laughs> I don't think there is a – is there a coach anymore? I mean, it's usually yes, like the Southwest yes. or whatever. Well, no, not know. on Southwest, the is Greyhound Southwest? of the air. Yeah, it's uh, Southwest. They maybe don't, it's not. Maybe it's Delta. I don't even Delta know. Delta would have a first class. Do they? Yes, absolutely. I don't recall ever walking past a first class with the curtains and stuff. Because they leave them open to give you the illusion that you have no separation. You really? As soon as that plane takes <laughs> off <laughs> – it's curtains closed. You can't see those complimentary cookies being handed out. I usually sleep the whole time. I get on. I can't do I'm that. I'm out. Well, I, I can't do it's that. It's just the hum of the engine and then the takeoff, and I'm like gone. How many years does this, because this is going to tie into what I want to talk about regarding the Oscar debacle a week ago. How many years have you been with Hooters or representing Hooters? 30. 30 years. Is this coming up on the 30th year? No, that was 32. It was 1983. Let's stop trying to shave off years. How many years have you been? October 4th, 1983. Uh, Don't make me do math. What is that, 35? That's like 35 years. 34? Coming up on 34 in October? I'll wait. Nice ginger ale. (laughs) I'll wait. Have a nice little Canada dry, have you? Ugh. 35 years. 34. It's coming up on 34. <laughs> okay. The 35th year, yeah. that book has to be out in yeah, public, okay. so we're going to work. You said that about the 30th. You know that, No, No, no. We're, right? Listen, we're, we're done. I have, I have a book that is already written that I just have to format, you shoot over to books. my editor. two books written. I have to format, shoot it over to my editor, and it's done, and then I'm going to finish yours, and then we're going to do it in a, a very, very short so burst. Does, does anybody read your books? Nobody reads. Does anybody read? I read constantly, but does anybody um, read your books? Yes, of course. Go okay. on Amazon. It's a, it's a very highly reviewed book. Now, listen to me. Okay. So <laughs> What, do you just have all your ex-wives you have review? 30, you have 34, like they would give it a favorable mention. You have 34 years coming up on 34 mm. years in Hooters. Yeah, okay, you would, you would like to think that you're leaving something of a legacy. But I have discovered low over these past years, and especially this last week, legacy means absolutely nothing anymore. You, you see the yeah. Oscars? You know what? I did not watch. Did you see a clip of the debacle, the wrong you, announcement? Wrong announcement. I heard about it. Moonlight was supposed to win. It was a Steve Harvey thing, right? Uh, what, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, maybe it was. But did Steve Harvey get handed the wrong card, or did he just he misread? Acts, he read first runner-up as winner, I do believe. That's not, then it's backwards. not a Steve Harvey moment. Okay. Uh, it's a woman rushing a man moment, because uh, Moonlight was supposed to win, uh, which is getting rave reviews, but I found out it's kind of an LGBT thing, and you know, I'm not, you know, I'm all inclusive, but I'm not ready to see a movie with a boy getting a hand job on the beach by another man. It's not my thing. 
It's not my jam. Isn't that called porn? And aren't you a big fan? <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my jam. No, it's not. I, I thought it was just like about, you know, a young man coming up through the streets and uh, different people mentoring him. And I didn't realize it. I don't need to see another message movie. I'm done with message movies. Okay. I'm done with message movies. All right. And in a little bit, we'll get to how god-awful Manchester by the Sea is, of which Casey Affleck won Best Actor. Now, I, now see, here's, here. I checked out... Uh, on one of the award shows. What's the one before the Oscars? The Golden Globes. Gold, uh, yeah, okay. I watched the Golden Globes. And then, you know what? Um, I, get, I, get, I get caught up quick. Okay? Right. Like, I get my fill of something quick. That's why I'm, I don't think I'm an al- I don't think I'm, um, I would be an alcoholic or a drug addict. I don't think I'd ever be one of those kind of things because I just get my fill quick. And I, I did it. I saw it. It was great. I'm done. You know what I mean? Right, the Golden Globes. So I didn't, but you, did I you didn't see any the of the Oscars. movies? Did you have you seen any <laughs> <No>. of them? <laughs> but I didn't make it to the Oscars. Had I not watched the Golden Globes, I would have watched the Oscars. Let me ask something. Isn't it a kind of a hollow experience watching people win awards for things you haven't seen? Because now you can't really judge and critique with any validation. Yeah, I'm not judging a movie. Well, Moonlighting's off my off okay, my must watch okay. list uh, because you're xenophobic. Uh, now, I'm okay. not. Now it would be homophobic, <laughs> of which I am not. LGBTQ, uh, LGBT, um, lesbian, gay, uh, bisexual, queer, trans, bisexual, uh, community. I, I'm just done with message movies. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. That's your jam. That's cool. I got it. Ain't hating on it. You just don't want to uh, see yeah. it. Uh, it's not that I don't want to see it. I just can't do it anymore. I'm messaged out. I'm writing the messages. I don't need to see them. What mes- I already know it's good. Hand jobs for everybody. You get a hand job. And you, <laughs> you get, get a, a hand job. And you, you get a hand job. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so my point is this. Moonlight, Do you have one? No. Moonlight was supposed to win Best Picture. Okay. La La Land, which I have no interest in seeing because it's a musical. How about you? You a musical fan? No. Have you, is there a musical that you like? I will cop to loving West Side Story. I think West Side Story was great. My husband loves West Side Story. My husband also dug Grease. I well, Grease is who doesn't like Grease? It's kind of hard. Fan. Am I going to go out of my I'm way to watch fan. it? But was it entertaining? I saw I saw Les Mis on Broadway uh, back in the eighties. The whole nine yards, the right. beautiful theater, the dressing up, the whole, right, and all that's before cell phones. And right. I almost. Couldn't keep awake. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, though, isn't that about the, like the French Revolution yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Well, that should have been a warning to you. I couldn't. Now, I will tell you that I did see uh, Jersey Boys in Vegas, and that right. was great. And I saw Rock of Ages, well, and that was great. Okay, Jersey Boys is not necessarily a musical when what you're really doing is inserting pop hits into a narrative. Okay. I, I, but it is, but it, you, you understand what I'm saying? If I go see a musical and they're playing all David Bowie songs, it's not really a musical to me. It's me going to a concert. Uh, okay. So Jersey Boys was almost like a concert with right. a narrative. Uh, now, Rock of Ages? Uh, Rock of can... Ages, which was what? Wasn't that that god-awful Jack Black film? Or the one with Mark Wahlberg? Or isn't that a Def Leppard song? It's a Def Leppard thing, I think. <laughs> you didn't see anything. I saw it. I just It's hard for me to recall that kind of crap. I liked it at the time. Remember that musical Cashmere I saw? So, and I also, now, look. Remember that musical Cherry Pie? I think it's a musical. I saw the, um, it was just on the, what's the Mormon flick? The Mormon play. Oh, I know what you're saying. The I, yeah, I know I under, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember that the name awesome. of it. That was awesome. Okay, okay, that right. was awesome. The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. Okay, there you okay. go. The Book of Mormon. That was awesome. Okay, all right, but still not a musical fan. As I might. No. So House of House of La 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 Land. I have no interest in seeing. No. La La Land kind of swept. They announced Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, who starred in one of the greatest movies ever made. Bonnie and Clyde were the presenters. Who are a hundred. Well, they're near, they're, they're getting there. But it's not something to be ridiculed. It's something to be revered. God, give me that age where, where celebrities are dying in their 50s. I'll take Warren Beatty's 85-year-old like, ass. Did they mess it up because maybe they no, were? No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen right. to me. This is exactly how it went down, and this seemed to escape a lot of people. So Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway have been handed an envelope prior to walking out on stage. So... Warren Beatty opens the envelope. He looks at it. Then he looks again. Then he says, and the Oscar 
for best picture. He looks again. Goes to. Now, the audience is laughing, thinking he is trying to be funny by stalling. But, and Faye Dunaway standing beside him kind of goes, oh, Warren, like, hey, dude, fucking read the name. (laughs) Enough. And so she is now egging him, and he looks at it again. Now, what he does, and a lot of people misinterpreted this, he hands the card to Faye Dunaway. Now, what they had done was they had given Warren Beatty the envelope for best actress winner because there are two. And the best actress, Emma Stone, had taken her envelope, but they had another one. I guess it's a system of redundancy. And inadvertently, because the person in charge was too busy taking selfies. The unemployed person in charge. So, So what Warren Beatty was looking at was best actress, Emma Stone, La La Land. All of that was on the card, which is why he kept looking at it. So now when you see him, when when Faye Dunaway kind of eggs him on saying, come on, and he's kind of stuttered and stammered as he is trying to make sense of what's going on because this is unprecedented and I understand his confusion, he hands it to her and what he whispers, you don't, you can't hear it, but you can read his lips. That would he be said, the he's, reason yeah. for a whisper. He said, look at this. But what she thinks he's doing is just saying, here, you read it. And without reading any of the other, she sees La La Land. It's supposed to be the best picture winner. So she just says, best picture winner, La La Land. And so La La Land swarms the stage. Now, Warren, in no way, shape, or form, was trying to throw her under the bus. He was saying, hey, look at this. It's not right, right? And her being a woman and ready and immediately ready to show up a man. Ah, La La Land. I was very disheartened by the one of the producers of La La Land, who for some reason now with the people from Price Waterhouse on the stage and with Warren Beatty still holding the envelope and he was the presenter, felt the need to snatch a this is a guy, nobody knows you do. You don't snatch an envelope out of Hollywood icon Warren Beatty's hand and be all angry. Uh uh, moonlight, you won. Moonlight, you won. Who the fuck are you? Let Warren Beatty or let someone from exactly. Price Waterhouse say, "There's been a mistake." Uh, and La La Land, get your La La asses off the stage and clear them for Moonlight. Let the brothers come up. Let them revel in their uh, uh, hand job fun. <laughs> but I digress. So my- see, that's the whole. See, I blame social media for this. What? Well, that wasn't social media. It happened on stage. I get it, but we are in the age of people cannot wait to break it. Right. They cannot wait to get in there and get that moment of I said it first. I did it first. I see stuff. I honestly. So you're saying that's the reason the producer? Oh hell yeah! Grabbed he had a, to. Yeah, well, he had yeah, to yeah. His, he had his moment. He had to have his little wiener hard for yeah, a second. Like yes. look at me. Um, I I swear. I, you know, I, I, I blame social media for everything. That and the Kardashians. But, yeah, everybody's got to have their moment. I see stuff on Facebook five minutes before I'll get a news <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah. Why does that happen? Yeah, it, it, it just happens. It happens. I'm Why tar- do people think that they uh, – I don't get it. Well, I mean, you're right. I do understand what you're saying. And I just – I saw that, and I'm like, that is so- – first off, it's just rude. To do from yeah, you don't say. Uh, secondly, Warren Beatty is probably three times his age. Has done uh, far more than he has. He has earned a level of respect where you do not snatch a card out of his hand. Nobody designated you producer of La La Land, uh, the person that needed to correct the oversight. But now, my, so we will refer to him from this point on as Snatch. Yes, yes, Snatch. And I'm trying to find his name. I sent him. I, a, just, I sent him. Snatch. A, I, I sent him a. a, a tweet because of i did. of course listen if i'm not regulating these fools who will that's all i can mm. tell you okay so my point to you is this warren Beatty, who starred in uh bonnie and clyde heaven can wait uh reds not only starred in reds but directed it if i'm not mistaken he was a writer as well uh he has done so much more and is a Hollywood icon in mm, the true legend. sense of the word. Mm-hmm. His legacy now is nothing more than the guy that effed up the Oscars. And the bumbling that, old that, man. That, that's, that, what it, that's what his legacy is. And, that some young 
uh, producer had to actually take the card because he couldn't handle it. Absolutely. And that is disheartening to me because I used to think, but it's kind of changed my opinion because I used to think, shoot a movie, do something that will ensure the people remember that you were here and that you contributed creatively on this earth while you were here. Doesn't matter. There's no such thing I as a to legacy say, I anymore. I think that is an age thing. I think that once you get to a certain age, you care about people that came before you. You care what they did. You care what they contributed. But I think that that's fading. Yes. With a certain age group, as we and they die out, I, I, I only think that it's going to be momentary flashes of who did what and forgotten. Well, yeah. You look at, you look at the situation with this girl, the one that... Uh, has the phrase, and I'm not going to say it, but what? Please the, don't. The, the, the 13-year-old? The, yes, the one that, Please where don't. she is attempting to say, catch me outside. Yes. Uh, and that's how I'll phrase it, because I'm not going to be a part of it. Look how... She, when has, she, a, she has a game now. I know. You know that. She, an app. And they're talking about a show with her. Oh, a reality, When yes. someone of that idiotic... Talentless. <laughs> that idiotic. Shallow. That talentless. That shallow. That vapid. All of those things. When someone like that can achieve fame. And money. What is, forget the money aspect, but you're right. And money. Well, money, will, money does have worth. Because money will always have worth. Because if you know how to spend it, you're good. But I, I what, is the worth, what is the worth of fame? What absolutely is the worth of fame? I, I mentioned money because you, know, you, are, you are compensated for your contribution. Correct. And she's going to be compensated right. greatly for what? Right. So Being may- in a rebellious <clears throat> little asshole. Well, maybe that is the f- worth of fame then. Maybe that's the answer to the question is that it can garner you a payday. It can garner you finances that you can use. But in the truest sense of the word, famous, being famous where you once had to do something of importance. Well, infamous. Uh, yeah, well, well, but this is the thing. I don't think the nation writ large, if you will, has a comprehension of the difference between infamous and famous. Two, if you ask the majority of Americans if this girl is famous, they will go, yes. Very few will correct you and go, she's infamous. Uh, because I don't think they just understand the difference. So for all intents and purposes, okay, yeah, I get you. she's famous. And, and so what is it worth? It is the most useless commodity out there in regards to making a statement about your contribution to the arts or to mankind or to the humanities, if you will. Yeah. At one point, when you were in the midst of being Lynn Austin, the original Hooters girl, and it kind of took off, not kind of, it took off, didn't you think, not didn't you think, didn't you appreciate, and I'm sure that it happens still to this day, and I've seen it happen, you know, a couple of times uh, in the very recent past when I've been out with you at Hooters, where don't you appreciate when the girls that are there now come mm-hmm. up to you and oh, go, yeah. hey, you were the pioneer of this. You were the start. Uh, that There's got to be some satisfaction in that. It's, it is. It's, I don't know if it's the word satisfaction, but it, uh, it is... Um, uh, endearing. Joy, endear, endearment. Endearing. Okay. And I, I mean, I am a trivia question. Sometimes I'll pop on tri- if, uh, if they're slow and they're uh, going to cut a girl because, the, you know, it's a slow night or the shifts, whatever. And they'll ask trivia questions. I'm a trivia question. Okay. And, you know, who's the very first shooter's girl? What, you know, what date was blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, yeah, it's endearing and it makes, me, it makes me feel proud that I was a part of something that has lasted this long. 33 years for a right. restaurant and still going strong. Absolutely. Is a big deal. Absolutely. And it's not slowing down. They're not slowing the roll. And when we, when I, not we, when I go to um, Vegas this summer. Right. They usually, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You had it right. <laughs> when we go to Vegas. They have a, When we go to Vegas. They have a big meeting. And <laughs> when the, you and the, I. The COOs and the CEOs Lynn and all and the this. kid. <laughs> And they, letting the kids go into Vegas. They come up, the, you know, the CMAs, all these cheap marketing, they come up and they tell you what they're going to do next and where they're going and how many franchises are being put here, there, whatever, and the heights that they're going to take it as marketing. Right. It is so fascinating. And, and I think to myself, holy crap. 
You are a part of this, a huge part of it. I mean, I know I'm nothing, and I, I get it. In That's the, in the scheme of things, that. it's like nothing, really. But it's my own little But tiny it is something. Something. But, but yes, it is something within uh, the tiniest of achievements in the world uh, as a whole. Yeah, as yeah, a whole yeah. uh, is a very large and monumental achievement uh, when you pare down that world to an individual and those that were affected by it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's yeah. a cool thing, and I, I don't regret this ride at all. It and was a fun ride. S- and sadly, yeah. the Catch Me Outside girl can buy and sell you. Oh, I know. I should be going to Vegas with her. I wish you were. <laughs> I just We'd be looking at you in your cheap coach seats. Can I, <laughs> look at Liz. Look at Liz. Can I tell you something? She what? will not be around in 33 years. There is no way Catch no. Me Outside will have any sort of anything in well, a she's year. she's only 13. I mean, there's always porn. <sighs> I'm just saying. Why she, do I come here? Why do I come here once a month? I'm not saying do porn when you're 13. What? I'm just saying. She gets to be 18. Uh, she converts the uh, whatever you want to call it, minor celebrity, into a, a, a porn career. And the next thing, by the way, speaking of porn. Do you have look you at seen, her and even think that she might live to 18? I mean, I look at her. I worry about her as a maternal thing. I look, she's 13 years old. I have a 13-year-old. And I look at her and think... Holy crap, what's, is she going to make it? Did you think Honey Boo Boo would? She's still around. Honey I mean, Boo-Boo she's was not. Eight or she's seven, she's I mean. off the She's off the radar now, but I wouldn't doubt her resurfacing. Look at Tanya Harding. You know, she, was, she wasn't even the level of news story that this young girl what is. What was Tanya? Tanya she's Harding. The, she, the clubber she or clubbed, the club? She club. She was okay. a clubber. Okay. Uh, she was the one Nancy that galooed Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Yeah. So, and then she resurfaces on TV. Now well, she was a, a boxing. She resurfaced as a boxing match well, or something. Well, she was a reality television yeah, that, show star. Mm-hmm. That's what she resurfaced. But who would have thought that? Uh, nobody would have thought that. Did you watch that? No. Exactly. No, not at all. Exactly. But it was there. But I just don't <laughs> think this there. girl, I, I worry about her as a, as a ch- little chick. I worry that she's not, she's clearly not going to handle this with grace and class because look what she told was it Maury? Not Maury, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Yeah. I made you. Right. I've made you. Oh, he, you. wait, he told, she told Dr. Phil that? Yeah, I've See, made now you. I got a little respect for her. <laughs> she said, she told Dr. Phil she made him? I've made you. <laughs> yes, you're, I actually. Yes, I actually. Did she tag on your welcome? No. I actually have a little bit of respect for I her now. I have zero respect um, for her. I would, I would say this. And I blame part of it on her mom. Oh, you don't have you don't blame part of it on your mom. I, I, you blame all of it on her mom. I mean, her mom is sitting there bawling or you know crying or emotional to Doctor Phil. She is a rebellion. I can't get a hold of her. Really? But but you understand. I will take care of that ass within like thirty minutes. You understand that the mom is feeding the behavior because the by bringing her on Doctor Phil, the exactly. mom got a free trip. Absolutely. Uh, by the girl She's making exploiting up. this yes. troubled child. Obviously, the thirteen-year-old cannot enter into to any management contracts so the mother is acting as the manager so her going on dr phil was disingenuous at best exactly. because she all didn't she want was, help for she was feeding the monster she didn't want help she wanted exposure and dr phil if he were a legitimate doctor would have said no i'm not going to be a part of yeah. uh here's a therapist yeah, propagating this or you here's know a therapist. yeah here, here's the number to a, a real therapist and, and here's a or therapist. therapist that doesn't have a television camera <laughs> here's shoved a in therapist her face for you mom yes and, and here's, here's a one for you for a- absolutely absolutely y'all, y'all go live a life but i understand it because if he didn't accept her somebody else was going to and he's got to feed his kids even if it's doing shit television like he does. Although, I, mean, I don't know, maybe he helps people. Who, who even knows anymore? Steve Wilkos, the bouncer from the Jerry Springer show, is now counseling people. Not only what? him, yes, he's got his own show, the Steve Wilkos show. But we not can't... only him, remember Restaurant Impossible? The no. chef? No. He's now counseling people on television. I forget what his I mean, name we can't, is. Just don't, you're, you're freaking me out because you're telling me that we are a nation of such lost souls that we will go to a reality television. We'll go to a bouncer or bouncer. a chef 
to get life's life lessons. Advice. Yes, exactly. You're killing me. Yeah, it's not This me. is why I live in a cocoon. This is why no, I, 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 I'm off the grid and live kind of, I never go out in public. Somebody, who was it? One of my friends the other day is like, oh my God, I never see you. Well, like, you're yeah. smart. You're, you're very, you're because very. Because there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there for me anymore. Right, it's right. in here. John me. Mellencamp. I was listening to him on Howard Stern. And I'm, were you ever a John Mellencamp fan? A little bit. I, th- I think he did it really great. I think he did it really nicely, and I think he. I think I was the, a, fam- a fan when he was Cougar. He had the career that he wanted to. No, he didn't get good until he brought that Mellencamp back. He's all right as Cougar. Well, it was John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, but he started out as John Cougar, the first album oh, or two. He? Yes, okay. uh, Mellencamp. You want to be saddled with that name as much as I love him. It's a doofus name. Okay, so he's on Howard Stern, and they're talking about his relationship with Meg Ryan that imploded and now she doesn't even want to talk to him but he was talking about a time when they were together and it was happier time and he they were talking about fame I mean, obviously meg ryan was a huge superstar john cougar mellencamp was one of the biggest rockers in the mm-hmm. 80s early 90s and they were talking about guys and girls in that business that at their age are still trying to be relevant and are still trying to and maybe not even relevant, but still trying to reach the heights that they had once before. And he said, Meg Ryan said to him, we've been to the moon. There's nothing else up there. We don't need to go again. We've already been. Exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah. There's nothing out there for me anymore. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that doesn't mean I don't want experiences and I don't want to travel. I don't want to see things. But what's out there for me right now is just knowledge. Like, I just want to go places and learn exactly. and, and read and, and enjoy. There, there are other paths. My, yeah. my good friend Joe, who is the GM at O'Brien's, and we were talking, he was like, why are you so outspoken on the radio? Why don't, why don't you play the game? And so you can, I, I go, listen, I've, 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 I've done radio. Uh, I had a morning show. I had a billboard. Uh, I had a six-figure salary. I did that. At this point, I want to write, and I want to make films. And that is what drives me. I don't, and, and I was basically saying what Meg Ryan was saying. I've been there. Yeah. I've got, in let, your, somebody, in, let somebody else have it. In, your own, it yeah. in your own world of, of your own, you know, scope of your right, world, right. you've been to the moon. I've been, I've been, as far as radio goes, I achieved the right. highest spot that you possibly could, and I had all of the benefits of it. If someone were to hand it to me, I would go back into it. But would. am I pursuing it? No, I'm pursuing things that I haven't conquered, I, that I haven't achieved. I saw somebody, a, a radio person- A different moon, if you will. I'm sorry. A ra- that's okay. A radio personality the other day I saw in books, Barnes & Noble. Bubba the Love Sponge. No. Which is my, which is my, uh... I'll just imagine Bubba in a bookstore. Eden, by the way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it, it would be like seeing Mr. T at <laughs> At a physics convention, <laughs> Eli, is that is that Mister T? Be nice, be nice. <laughs> I love this. I got no, I got nothing against nobody. I'm just saying, Bubba in the bookstore, you know. Okay, well, you never know. <laughs> He's got more issues to worry it about not than what's at the top and, of the New York Times bestseller list. And this person, they I always, love him. I love him. Who doesn't? They always say, to, uh, you know, when I see people from Radio Pass, they're always like, "What are you doing now?" What are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm just figuring out the back nine. I'm not. Right. I work for Hooters. I still am associated with Hooters. I'll do whatever they ask me to do um, as far as, you know, promotions or vo- voice or whatever they need. But as the day-to-day, I'm just trying to figure out what I want the back nine to be. Right. And they said, why don't you get back in radio? There's, you know, you could go here, here, here. I said, I, I'm not interested in radio. I'm not, I enjoy doing our podcast, don't right, get me wrong, right. but it's a no, different vibe than radio. Absolutely. I never want to see another PD run down the hall because I've said something that has pushed it a little <laughs> bit too far, and now I'm, I'm going to get my ass reamed on a break. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in that. You said ass reamed. All right, anyway. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Did you ever, and I've never even asked you this, did you even like doing radio when you were doing it? Because I know you were kind of, you were kind of, it was Thrown kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Bennington, Ron Bennington, that said, hey, I'm going to do a show? It was kind of his idea. I need three people. And he kind of selected you. Yes. So, so it's not like you ever grew up no. saying, I want to be on the radio. Mm-mm, it was never a passion. It was, I used to go into the Ron and Ron here, you know, on right. YNF. Right. And do promotions for Hooters. And then I, my, with my first husband, 
Ron Diaz was a big Phillies fan. He was a Philly. Right. So that whole connection. And they would ask me in all the time, you know how the, you get your regular guests that you know yes. aren't going to say the, the seven swear words. And you know they're going to. That was gonna, me. I was a regular, exactly. I was a regular guest. You know yeah. that they're going to bring something to the table. They're going to react well. They're, they're thinking fast on their feet. They get it. They get timing. They get all of it. And so then the, you rely on those people to have them back over and over, especially when your schedule's light. Right. So um, that's kind of how. And then he picked myself and BL and Julie Williams and um, said, you three should do a show. And that's how it started. And right. then that show went to another show, went to another show. You know how it is. Then you're kind of on the lazy river of right. radio. Right. So, but did you, en- did you enjoy it or did you always look at it as, well, I'm just doing this because there, I was asked? And- there were times that I really had a blast. Right. And especially when you do gigs, live gigs, they were fun. I mean, especially with YNF. They were fun. Yeah. And then, um, and then there were times it was a job. Right. And you, did, you went in, you did your job, you right. did it well, and right. you leave and you left it. Yeah. So, and I think, I think a lot of people love it. It's in their veins. They can't let it go. It's like a dog with a bone. They just can't let it go. Right. But me, it was once that I got downsized, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yes. And I think yes. we, you and I even talked about that. I did yes. your show a couple times and you were like, yeah. Did my show on 1025 The Bone, yeah, right. I, and, and you had said, oh, you should come in and answer phones. You should come in. And I'm like, I never I'm said, I never said come in and answer phones. Come I said, twice on you week. should come, come on in on my Saturday show, this. the Cat Name Mo Show, and be a co-host. I offer you the call. I said, come on in. But I was good. I, I get it. You know what? There Why is, go in on a Saturday if you don't have to? There is a beautiful thing. There are a lot of cons about getting older. You know, gravity blows the big one. I, see, you, you say this, but I'm going to tell you there are no cons to getting older because it absolutely beats. I mean, obviously, yes. Okay, the, but we're we'll talking the physical, all right? Right, right, Gravity right, can right. blow it. Um, okay, right. You know, and there's, like, sometimes I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, my God, why is this hurting? What right. did I do? Right. What? I can't remember doing anything. <laughs> I just must have slept wrong, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing. My mom used to say that, and I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. But, um... So that sucks. You know, I have an right. ache on a part of my body that I didn't know could Never ache. Never had an ache before, right. Uh, but there is a freedom of getting older that I love. Yeah. And it's the freedom of having no more fucks to give. Right. And I, I, I feel that way in my personal relationships with friends even. I'm no longer willing to put up with something I I don't like. I will say it. You suffer fools less I the older you get. This is bothering me. Right. I don't dig it. I don't know what's your problem. I'm out. I get that. When you figure out your problem, you come to me. We'll talk it out. Yeah. Uh, we'll dance it out, but I'm out. I'm like that as well. And I don't, re- and, I, and I think as I've gotten older, I'm so comfortable with me. Right. I'm so content with me. Right. Um, not, not, not the gravity, and maybe not the, you know, the middle, well, it's, <laughs> the food baby. But I, but as far as my meanness, I'm so comfortable, right? That I'm not willing to change for anybody. And I, and, and I get that, and I understand that, and and that's that's kind of what I'm at too. I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm not gonna do what I feel that I should do. Like, and I think like that two with, old fuckers right? talking about it. <laughs> no, yeah. I think we're still vital, still, still very young, but we are, we are wise and, be, and, and, but this is no, this is, this is no different than I thought when I was starting in stand up, and I got to a point and I said, you know what, traveling in a car from city to city, telling jokes to drunk motherfuckers. Is not how I want to spend my time. There you go. And a lot of and and I could have absolutely been on the fast track to be on a sitcom or to do this or to do that. It wasn't what I wanted yeah. to do. I had the and ability think- to do it, but I decided that I'm going to do what drives me and not what someone thinks that I should do because I can. Or that you feel like you are, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. Right, yeah. You know? And I used to have that in my 30s, even in my late 30s. Sometimes Fear of missing out of what? Oh, if somebody said, you should do this gig, it doesn't pay anything, but it'll keep your name out there. Right, And right, I would right, be yes, fearful that yeah. if I didn't do that gig, if I yeah. didn't do that MC gig, or I didn't do the golf tournament, that I would be forgotten. Right. Oh my God! I got to keep my foot in there, even up until like my. Which, to a degree, I mean, there there, there is some truth. There is some truth to that. There is some truth to I that. I get that, 
but it wasn't things that I enjoyed doing, so it's not really an authentic representation of even your personality. I get it. You know it. what I mean? You I just understand kind of what sit you're in saying. The corner, or friends would say, oh, will you come and announce the prize to, you know, this golf tournament? Right. And I, oh, God. Right. You've got to take time away from a day that could otherwise be spent just enjoying life to be around people you don't know. Right. Uh, now, I do enjoy doing some doing charity work. Right. I do enjoy doing that and knowing that it's for a cause. Right. I love doing that. Um, I love, I love being involved. Okay. I, I, you know that I did the Women's March. Right. I loved that. I loved being involved, thinking that my teeny tiny shitty little person made a teeny tiny 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 difference. Right. And How'd that so, Women's March work out for you gals? It, I don't. I, I, I. Do you think it's her? <laughs> Do you think it's hurt? Oh, Jesus. I don't think it's hurt at all. No, I, think no. it's, I think it's a, a, a great movement of people standing up for what they believe sure, in. Sure, sure. And standing up for people that are too afraid to stand up for themselves. I think you've got a lot more media coverage as y'all win brawlers. But that's just me. You're a dick. I'm trying to help you gals out. So anyway, um, yeah. I just There's a freedom to getting older that I totally dig. Yes. And, and going back totally to... Totally dig. Going back, you know what I hate, though? What? I hate when people look at me and, and you can see that glimmer there. I like, oh, fuck. Who's you know? doing that? <laughs> you just know. You've aged very gracefully. You I will tell you this. No, I will tell you this, and I saw it with John Cougar Mellencamp going back to him because he was just on Jimmy Fallon last night. He has done uh, plastic surgery or whatever they call it when they work on your face yeah. to where he almost looks like a female now. And it's like, dude, you are one of the you are one of the Heartland rockers. Ain't nobody in the Heartland getting plastic surgery, like, man. Look at Willie Nelson. Own every fucking line in your face. That's You're, where I'm at you, now, you know and I'm, I'm at that crossroads. Yeah. Like I got girlfriends that are putting fillers. Wait, 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 in everything. wait hold on. John what? Cougar can do that. You might <laughs> a, a Botox shot here or there might not hurt you if you are a girl. No, you can I'm suck just saying. My he, left one. He wrote pink houses. <laughs> what he he can he gets a because he wrote pink houses and marked the same. So chicks have to have to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you didn't write, I need a lover that won't drive me crazy. Maybe you get some Botox. But anyway, I digress. That's another thing too. I, I'm just. He didn't need it. Meg Ryan, horrible. Everything you see right now is all me. And that, every wrinkle, every line, every everything. And is there all is me. a beauty to that because every what? Gray. They, okay. This is what a lot of guys will say, and unless they're just being lying, uh, unless they're just being disingenuous, if I can use that word again, then it holds true. They love confidence. This is what you hear. I don't care how heavy a woman is as long as she wears it with confidence. Being okay with the aging process uh, belies a confidence that is very sexy. I was asking you about Jenna Jameson a little while ago. Have you seen Photos of her, mm-hmm. she looks like a monster. She looks like really? after we finished this podcast, I was whoo. She was woo. always kind of a cute chick, right? Yeah, yeah she was. She was, if I'm not mistaken, See, the most successful porn actress uh, in the industry. And and I guess if you take a lot of shots to the face like she did, because <laughs> you know. So what? Let's let's talk about the your hockey. Uh, Talk about the Shot, guy. Shots to the face. Yeah, I, I just, I got it. Yeah, sadly, I got it. Let's let's talk about your boy. Okay, let's it's not about, my boy. Yeah, let's talk about but the boy. But boy is, is the proper. The, the, the guy that just lost his yes, black card. Yes, he never really had it. Uh, ben Carson, it's at the point of this bro, uh, podcast, he is big in the news because he made the statement, first off, uh, he's now the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, which he is wholly unqualified for. Is there anyone in this administration <laughs> that is wholly qualified for their job? Okay, there might be some. From the POTUS uh, on down. That, listen, who? That, you, you could argue the point that many of them have at least delved into the field okay. in which they're uh, Can I tell you something? There's like a- Ben Carson, he's a brain surgeon. Or so he says, because I haven't seen any diplomas. Uh, he, what does he know about housing and urban development? <laughs> what did you want to tell me? There is, aren't you split in half? Like There's half of me that is sometimes just, well, not sometimes, just appalled at the stuff that comes out of this administration's mouth. Okay? Okay. Sean Spicer, Kellyanne. Right. Uh, Spicer's a puppet. Spicer has no credibility. He says what he's told to say, anyway, and that's it. Yeah. It just... 
I'm appalled and I go, what are you? Whoa. And then there's half of me that's like, you know what? This is kind of the most amusing thing I've ever seen in my life. If it weren't taking our country down a really shit path, I would just sit back and go, I am so amused. But see, I don't know that it's necessarily taken the country down the shit path. It certainly hasn't yet. What I think, I think Trump. I think it it is threat. I think it's a threat of taking it down a shit path. Uh, But that's that's what, couldn't that be said of any politician, depending upon their temperament? I think Trump is what I term a necessary madman. And he is a madman. And if anyone can't accept that, then they're just being naive or purposely uh, avoiding the truth and facts. But he is necessary. Ben Carson, to make a statement at his... (laughs) That is so open-mouthed. I know. That slaves were immigrants is the most ridiculously over-the-top Uncle Tom sentiment that I have ever heard now, a black person utter. Now, why did your family want to come over? I mean, is it to, to marry all the white women or were you afraid of, like, zebras and shit or listen, giraffes? Listen, I haven't been on tigers. An, I haven't been on Ancestry.com. I don't know where I came from. My people could have owned you. So, but <laughs> my I, people could have owned your people. So, so let, let, an immigrant <laughs> is someone that wants to get away. They want a better life. Right. They want to come to a different country to leave behind a- a- absolutely uh, poverty to which some people uh, abuse uh, 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 yeah war war uh, uh, yeah uh, the threat of persecution um hunger or they, or they just want to get away or they want a better <laughs> life they, or it's not even maybe a better life sometimes they just want to change a venue just like want to get away there, there are many reasons people immigrate to another land. Okay. Being chained and <laughs> drug against your free will is not one of them. I was thinking, <laughs> you know what? Because you know what went through my mind when I saw his, his statement? I was like, okay. So you're in the bottom of a ship. Right. With, you're chained to bunks that are just wire bunks with nothing. And you're peeing and you're going to the bathroom and you're puking because you're seasick and there's no fresh air. And the people below you are drenched Ab- in are it. Are absorbing They're it. dying of diseases. Right. And that is because immigration, that's immigrating? No. 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 But no. Now, there might be immigrants that would endure those conditions. Si- conditions to get away from what they are trying to escape, but they are doing it because of choice. You can't, it, at the moment, you have chains put on you. You're not an That's immigrant. That's what I'm saying. You're not a refugee. You're, chained You're to not a, a tourist. You are a, you are a prisoner. You are an absolute prisoner. And I have on Facebook people trying to refer to them as forced immigrants. No, if someone now just because uh, yeah, forced immigrants. There's no such there's no such concept as forced immigration. Alternative facts. Yeah, 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 exactly because even if you have to flee because you fear for your life, you are still having the choice to. A lot of people over here say, "Why don't you stay in your own country and make it better?" And there is that option. But when you have chains on you, there is not that option. So there's no such concept as forced immigration. Someone on my Facebook page referred to them as I can't remember but some sort of refugee. No, you are a prisoner. And what's really coming out and it always comes out when you talk about slavery, which uh, slavery, which by the way, this is not a political issue. It's not about politics or politicians. This is about not diminishing a human an issue. atrocity mm-hmm. that happened in this nation and that has happened other places as well. Absolutely. That's what this is about. It's also about not being a dumb ass if you refer to yourself as a brain surgeon. So this is not political whatsoever. But it always amuses me when people point out, white people, did you know that the African tribe heads, they were the ones that sold the slaves into slavery? As if that absolves slave masters and those that benefited from slavery of any guilt. Their crime is more egregious because, and this is what they have to understand, slaves were not sold to uh, slave masters, prisoners were. People that had been captured uh, due to uh, uh, warring tribes or that had just been taken without cause and chained up, that's what they were. 
they didn't become slaves until some white motherfucker handed over cash. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> handed what? over what? cash and then brought them to America to become slaves. So, Bitch, I brought you a shovel today for your chickens. <laughs> and I appreciate it. This is finally my reparations. I get a <laughs> shovel to take care of these friggin' chickens lunch, that ass. I have. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, so... As far as slavery in America is concerned, the only people culpable for that are Americans. The Americans that brought humans over and then made them into slaves. And Let it doesn't matter what person. happened in Africa. I cannot imagine owning another human being. I want to go purchase a person. I know. I know. But yeah, but yeah, Well, but you know what? People do more fucked up things. Although it's uh, inconceivable that there would be more fucked up things than owning them. But look at what they did. Look at how they treated them as slaves. And for Ben Carson, the Uncle Tom that he is... To state that they were underpaid. Underpaid? Who, who was getting paid? <laughs> show, me the ta- show me the taxes. They may have been. Show, show me the taxes. Who was getting paid, Ben? <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> who was getting paid? Immigrants. Well, yeah, well, yeah, what immigrant goes to a, <laughs> to a country where if they try and leave a house, they get shot? Exactly. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my or God, my God. Or you can literally be in the same place with someone else, and they go, oh, you did it, and they hang you. Yeah. That's not an immigrant. That's not somebody that wants to freely be there. I don't care how bad the tribal war situation was in Africa. If you were to ask any slave that was brought over here, by enslaved ships, by slave masters, if they would rather go back to where they were, I positively guarantee you that's where they would go. Yeah, in an inner tube. With a pump front. Exactly. (laughs) Why why our brother got to be in an inner tube? They couldn't just commandeer one of the ships and go back like they came. Uh, They couldn't just buy tickets on the Amistad on a return trip. Why our brother got to be in an inner tube? See? (laughs) Just never ends. Can't stop, won't stop. All right. We're done. Sky as black as ink. The city's sleeping still. And soon they'll wake up to the stink. And soon they'll wake up to the stink of life passing them by. Wake up and smell the stink of their lives. The garbage trucks are coming Take your shit to the dump You're smelling pretty now Such a pretty little lump A pretty little lump of flesh Who's lost your way Another night, another day 